school, but you also got to pay tribute to the pioneers because it was just so authentic, you know, like we're doing it because we love it. There's no clicks, there's no follows, there's not as much pop, you know, encouraging me to what school to go to would be excited because I was like, I felt like a part of me was excited too, but I, because I was ready to go to that next step, but I felt like I was making other people happy, you know? Mm -hmm. Still He's on still my making history. And I guess I missed it. You committed where? I, I didn't even hear that part. Taylor, and then I decommitted to go to TCU. For me, it's always been like um, who I am, not who I know. You know, so like be your, get to where, to where you're supposed to be, you know? Saying like, oh, I seen so-and-so on an interview and I didn't know that her personality was like this. And I'm like, mm -hmm. that's that's what these kids need. Like they need to kind of show themselves, show them, show their personalities and be able to talk about something other than how many points they scored. Did you know that I have two books? One called The Little Girl with Big Dreams. It's about an ambitious little girl who overcomes every no to say yes to a dream. The other is called Changing Lanes. It's about, it teaches you about the things that you learn from sport and how it translates to life after sport. Be sure to check these out at itsjustdifferentpod.com. Let's get to the episode. Welcome to the It's Just Different podcast, where we bring on people who have been where you're trying to go and or have helped countless athletes get there. I normally just give a few sentences, but I have to read this bio today. I'm going to read it from my phone. We're not going to do a two or three sentence today. So we have Adrian Ross, who is a native of Hobbs, New Mexico has had a remarkable um, journey in basketball in general. Who's now in fashion, establishing herself as an inspiring figure along the way. Her basketball journey began at the age of eight, eventually leading to two-time All-American titles again, two-time All-American titles, and an induction into the T TCU Hall of Fame. She achieved WNBA success as a member of the 2008 Western Conference champion Aces team. Shout out to the Aces. And her talents reached international acclaim during a decade-long professional career abroad. Demonstrating her commitment to her community, Adrian devoted eight years to philanthropy. Philanthrop I can never say that word. Philanthropy. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. We just going to start there. Y'all know what I'm trying to say philanthropy, providing valuable resources through camps, mentorship, and speeches. In her current role as the CEO of Style by Studio 33, Adrian Ross has transitioned into the world of fashion, um, styling a lot of different teams, a lot of different teams, um, and in marketing and recognition with marketing media awards. I told y'all I normally don't read, so that's why these words, I'm trying to read this on the phone. That's why the words are all over the place. Her expertise in styling and creative direction has not only benefited TCU, but has also extended to LSU, SMU women's basketball team, and the Atlanta Dream WNBA team. Most recently, she directed a captivating WNBA fashion show, showcasing her passion for style within the sports industry. Adrian Ross' journey embodies versatility, determination, and the ability to inspire both on and off the basketball court. Her legacy shines brightly, leaving and enduring mark in the world of sports and fashion. I done read enough. I'm gonna bring her to the screen. Adrian, what's going on? I appreciate that, Ashley, because I did not expect this full read, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit here and receive this. Yes, <laughs> like I had to. I seen it earlier and I was like, normally I just be like a little like, you know, this, 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 and then mm -hmm. somebody come on, but I saw it and I was like, I gotta read it. I gotta read it, so. Okay. 
Thank you. Yes, and I'm Adrian, and it's like really cool listening to it because it feels like okay, it's all on the same scoreboard. I'm working with my people, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. No, nah, it's it's good. It's good. We were talking before we kind of hopped on. Um, you're in or in uh, Portland. Yeah, I'm changing. What what, what 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 was that transition for? Um, I'm still transitioning. Always in life, it's not for nothing. It's just to keep going. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like. Um, and so I think like this would be a good place to spread my wings, um, my pace, you know, and it's really cool to kind of be here because I'm in it, you know, but when I look back and I think of New Mexico or I think where I'm rooted, you'll have family and stuff there. I think of Dallas and Dallas, Fort Worth. I'm a TCU grad. I think we left that out in there, but you know, that's my, that's my home too. Or if I think back, I can see things from here with like a bird eyes view, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, I doing the work and so um it's very new it's very fresh but it's good i'm around like my family you know and stuff like that and then um it's really awesome because there's not only adidas here but there's nike as well and so a lot of the um former players that like a lot of my good friends growing up i get to see them sometimes so mm-hmm. so love um but more than anything i just like intentionally been catching my breath because everything <laughs> that you're saying requires a lot of work <laughs> so I, I get that. Now, we always start this podcast off with the name of it is it's just different. So I like to ask, like, what do you think is different? What do you think is different in girls basketball now to back then, whenever back then was? Um, You know, yeah, I was going to say that because it changes so much. It's evolving, you know, and I'm obviously here to support that and all the innovations and things. Um, I'm grateful to come from an era where um, I was right there when the inaugural league of WNBA kicked off. You know, mm-hmm. I knew it kicked off and and to really support like boys basketball and so it's been cool to see like the inclusion that women have so i think that even at a younger level it's um also have a, a niece by the way i'll probably bring her up throughout the interview she's an aau player you know based out of Hobbs, new mexico but plays for drive nation and i get to see a lot through her you know and mm. stuff so I inclusion the opportunity um, it's different now, you know, and it's cool, but you also got to pay tribute to the pioneers because it was just so authentic, you know, like we're doing it because we love it. There's no clicks. There's no follows. There's not as much politics. And so you kind of got to take the good and the bad, even though there's some, at least it's coming with some opportunity. So um, a lot of the work that I try to do, I try to be that vessel to where I can kind of weed that out since I've had the experience, you know, mm. from being there and then like being here now. But Ooh. I think the biggest question yeah it's just like the evolution and then um yeah the evolution no I like that that's a dope answer I didn't even like think think it over that way and really just like taking the good and the bad most people kind of give either just the good or just the bad and like it's really intertwining the two so that's good now TCU when did you start playing basketball um eight years old yeah I started in Hobbs oh uh follow my brother's footsteps. I'm, I um, had to share with you really quick. I saw in a previous post that your brother had played at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. So mine did as well. And, oh. um, and my, yeah, and it started, he played for Bobby Knight. My brother did and, too. So my brother, I guess just his freshman year, he played with, for Bobby and then Bobby left after that. That's funny. Cause I'm pretty sure they were teammates then. Cause they came in like the, together. And so we probably should have did a little research before, but if that's what this is about. You get to talking and you're figuring it out. But he ended up playing there. He played with Emmett and then also um, is in the Hall of Fame there now, was on the coaching staff when they went to the national championship. So Tech, I was just like, look at her. She's really a basketball fan. Yes. But, uh-huh. What's your brother's name? It's Ronald Ross. 
I'm sure my brother knows him as soon as I, I say it. I'm sure I love this for that whole little little uh, connection right now. But I started up under his wing at eight years old. He was like two years ahead of me, really hard into just sports and basketball. And I seen him at the park. I was probably doing something creative on the side, <laughs> dance, cheering or something. They needed an extra one. Got up in the game, you know, and I was just playing. Like I was just trying to keep up and stuff. But I ended up liking it, um, going out there on my own. A AAU coach or a little dribblers coach at the time is driving by sees me out there said i had a little game and like i was like okay i'll come to y'all's practice and see and they saw <laughs> it was good it was cool that's dope so you started eight years old older brother how old is your brother like how old was he um so he was about 10. yeah so two been... years okay yeah mm -hmm. me and my brother's like three years apart and similar that's story like that was that yeah. that's me like i started from watching my brother he he in the gym he in the park and i'm on the sideline that's really cool. And then you had a, your dad played and then your other brother at Prairie View, right? Yes. So you fall in line with the two brothers. Are you middle or young? I'm middle. Yep. So we got my older brother, then it's me, then it's my younger brother. So we kind of didn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And for me, I, at first I wanted to play volleyball. Then I wanted to run track. My daddy was just like, once I started playing, he was like, just basketball. This is what you're doing. So I'm hey, like, what, um, how old were you when you started? I started around same six or seven. Mm -hmm. So started on my brother's team. So I was the only girl on the team. It makes it better having uh, like siblings that play as well. Like I had a good balance, like three of us as well. And I'm the middle, but my mm -hmm. younger sister played, but she's also like, she's a writer now currently, you know, she does a lot of different things like, um, but she plays some things, but she was more like kept me the balance, you know, mm -hmm. like, or feminine girl, you know, and I so mm -hmm. I can take my side from my brother. But also, it's nice to have that, like even just being an athlete. What I'm seeing these days, it's a lot of like me, 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 you know. Mm -hmm. And child, you know, it's got to be all about us because it never is, you know. Mm -hmm. But I had that, like, yeah, you know, I just had. A, I was grateful. No, nah, that makes sense. Now, right now, you you killing a game. Um, in the fashion world, but I want to take us back just a little bit to how that even got started, and really, honestly, the correlate the correlation of that and basketball. Playing at eight, started at eight years old, finished at uh, was at TCU. How did we even get to TCU? Man, I mean that's such a journey, and I'm so happy like to have like this opportunity to like to slow down as mm -hmm. I'm in a moment reflecting and I'm looking back and seeing some of these things, and I'm like, wow, it's been so to talk about is really good and exciting for me. Um, like I mentioned, I started at eight, never stopped. Basketball was my ticket. And um, once I discovered, like, it was a talent, it was a gift. Um, and I was coming from a mother, you know, she had a single parent. My single mother, she raised us up, you know, so you already know what comes with that. And she, so she's working multiple jobs and things. So it becomes like, okay, she's glad she got her kid has something to do. And then not only that, it keeps you out of, uh, it just kept me out of trouble. It kept me focused and locked in. And um, and then next thing you know, I started getting more discovered. I'm from New Mexico. Right now, um, you're not going to get a lot of exposure, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, like, older, obviously, when you're young and you're elite, you, um, you know, you, st you stand out. But by the time we had got to high school, we had moved to Midland, Texas for a year. That was my ninth grade year. And they moved me up, um, Midland, Texas, and that moved me up. I was think I was the first freshman to play varsity at Midland League freshman. And I'm just, you know, like, I'm not so aware of how 
uh, elite I am. You know, like I've always just been one of those persons that just genuinely loves things and everything. I love the sisterhood. It is, I was from um, a small town, you know, so I was a big fish in a small town. I didn't see, um, I didn't see it too much bigger than where I was, you know? And so like, I was always, I didn't really notice until I got to Texas and I was like, damn, okay, excuse the language. But um, I scored 40 out of the 50 points in a playoff game, you know? So now I'm getting vetted by AAU coach that are locally, you know, come and play for us in Lubbock. I got on a good team that took us to Dallas often. That's where it was for me, like in, in New Mexico at the time. So I had the opportunity to play against like the Tiffany Jackson, shout out to TF. R.I.P. I'm yeah, she's so special, you know, and mm -hmm. so like um, a lot of times, you know, I'm doing these calls and I was like, you know, talk about someone current that you were going to this. And I said, no way. This is my story. Like these people need to be heard and known about. And like she just left um, like, you know, a little bit about her that she's not present, you know, R.I.P. to her. But like she had did so much and I always wanted to be known for my platform. And, um, and it motivated me every time we would go to Dallas, not just her, you know, the Andrea Riley's and the whole group from Ichbon. And um, I was always trying to keep up and go there. I was excited to play. I always brought my A game, you know, like that would be the time I would get exposure. So I started getting recruited with everyone else. Fast forward to that. Um, Who did you play AU with? Um, Lubbock Lady Hawks. Okay. I'm getting excited to talk about basketball. This is fun. <laughs> I was just playing close. Um, but, um, what had happened? So in high school, I still stayed in New Mexico and just became an elite player. You know, when I was a sophomore, I was the number one player in the state, you know, leading the state in scoring. And then my brother was a senior doing the same thing. So we had a lot of that brother sister duo ship. He was a very hard worker and stuff. So he kind of kept me on in line because now like I'm a creative and I do all of these things, but imagine being this person then, but I got to stay in this box, you know, so a little bit more, you're contained, you know, like I'm like, Huh. And and I was a little bit rebellious, but not, you know, I just pushed it far enough, you know. And so in the midst of that, I'm glad I had my brother. Um, and so that kept me in line. I'm getting recruited now. Out of, by the time my senior year happens, you know, I stayed an elite player. And by the time my senior year had happened in high school, I was a parade All-American. I was an Adidas All-American. I had um, I had um, was the number three point guard in the nation with them. Um, you know, just just really ranked, you know, and then uh, I was getting highly recruited and I knew I wanted to go to school in Texas. It just always had like a hold on my heart. That's where I kind of thought like the heart of basketball, well, that's where it was for me. You know, mm -hmm. I grew up in Texas Tech and um, Cheryl Swoop was, you know, she was the star there. You didn't matter where you were in the world, you were going to feel her power and what she was doing for the game. But to be an hour and a half away and then her hometown was only 45 minutes away. Like I just always had like really good role model and someone to look up in the game, you know? And so um, you would think I was going to go to Texas Tech. I was getting highly recruited by them. I think one of the, that was the first school that sent me a letter in sixth grade, um, a handwritten letter from Marsha Sharp that I held on to. And it's probably somewhere because I love to save everything and hoard it. Um, but it was really special process. And I ended up going to TCU um i ended up going to tcu because they just had a really great staff i felt like it was a great fit i feel like i had been under my brother's shadow for a little bit mm -hmm. you know a little bit I, I needed that sense of freedom but then also too to just do what i wanted i wanted to be closer to my um my other half of my family that and i say half because my family in new mexico is predominantly hispanic and um and then that's my mother's side mostly and then my family in dallas is um is is black you know and mm -hmm. so i wanted 
I mean, go visit those cousins or, you know, see little pieces of myself that just kept me connected. So the fact that I can go to a school like TCU, they can come and see me who, you know, um, my grandpa lived there, just a lot of special things. Um, they were on the brink of greatness. Sandor Irvin was there. Uh, Michael Irvin's niece, she ended up going um, number three pick in the, in the WNBA draft eventually, you know, so there was a lot there and coming from a small town where you just really value like that family and that community and stuff TCU had that I think like the time that I went there there was about roughly like 8,000 students you know mm -hmm. so go around and be around that I felt comfortable secure that was always more important than me than the biggest light you know we still we still shined you know mm -hmm. but on the brink of that greatness so um i left obviously probably parts out but you know it was tcu was in my final choice i think that i had uh i went on my first visit to texas a&m and on the staff there you know um they had, had a, a staff full of black women i thought that that was just beautiful they came into my home um for the home visit and i saw how much my mother loved them you know and i and i think it was just a, a sense of like security she knows her child you know gonna be safe and i was always reading those things you know like mm -hmm. okay mom and so when I go on that visit and I can see it even more clear now that things have come full circle and I've seen them again and you know and um, it's beautiful but I visited Texas A&M and then I visited Baylor and um, and I thought I was gonna go to Baylor you know like throughout the process I actually committed and um, and then I went back home and I was excited about my decision because I knew like my my high school coach was gonna be excited I knew all everybody that was you know, encouraging me to what school to go to would be excited because I was like, I felt like a part of me was excited too, but I, because I was ready to go to that next step, but I felt like I was making other people happy, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and I still had TCU on my, on my spirit, you know, and when it was time to call them and let them know I had committed and I wouldn't be going on my visit that next weekend, I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> you know, do it. I'm already connected to the staff and everything and i just hated it and my mom was like you have to do it and i was like but i've worked so hard you know like we you know i will never be able to afford this ever they're gonna i'm going on a private jet you know um that fine found out i went to one in bay at baylor and so now i'm gonna get the opportunity to go on another one and i was that good but we also didn't have an airport in my hometown so it's kind of like okay i'm not too much flexing like that was the option yeah <laughs> And so she was like, and I just really wanted to go. I was like, I'm going to go to Six Flags and see my fam. And these are all opportunities I didn't get, like, think that it was even possible, you know? And mm -hmm. have anyone I can look up as a woman, like, doing all of these things as representation at the time. So she was like, okay, she let me go. And I committed. I didn't ask nobody. I didn't ask no advice. So really? But it had everything that I was looking for, you know, that family-like atmosphere. I could see myself on the court with those girls when I was practicing. Um, I felt like um, I just felt something, you know. So I ended up decommitting and going to TCU, and I would say the rest is history. But I'm still in the process. I'm still You're on still my making history. And I guess I missed it. You committed where? I I didn't even hear that part. I Taylor, and then I decommitted to go to TCU. But I but when I called TCU to tell them like. I'm not, you know, what I did and I'm not going to be able to go. It was just too hard, you know? Mm. And then also Harry Tidwell, you know, he's, he was a recruiter then and he's very good. And he was, and he knew the call was coming. I feel like they knew that, you know? And, um, and so when I called, he said, hang on, Adrian, I'm going to get you on speakerphone. Got the whole team in here. Everyone say, Hey, Adrian. 
That sounds just like him. <laughs> he is too much. He's too much. And so even in my speech, I mentioned, um, and I had mentioned, and like, I talk about him so much because we had such a special bond, but like, and I, it, but it's never to leave Coach Mitty out because that man could coach. And he, we had a lot of fun and his family, you know, but like Coach Tidwell, he knew what Coach Tidwell's strengths were, you know, they worked mm -hmm. really well that team in that era, you know? And so um, I was like, I can't do it. So I got Tidwelled. <laughs> and you know what's so like beautiful about that whole thing is like, like I'm like looking at you like light up, like, and it shows that like, you know, you made the right decision. And what I heard was the family, like family atmosphere, like even your family, being able to be close to your family, the teammates, like there was a lot of things that went into play other than, Oh, I get to throw on this jersey. Oh, it's Nike. Oh, it's this. Yeah. Like, what advice yeah. would you give kids like that are trying to choose a school and that are trying to choose the right school to go to? And I love that. Um, I love that you even pull that question out of that, you know, like, and you see it because that is the difference, you know, like I didn't have those distractions. You really got to figure out like what's best for you, you know, and you mm -hmm. have to do that. But it's really good to have that support, you know, like, and it's harder now these days because you can benefit from these players and stuff. So it's like, what support is genuine? You know, mm -hmm. there was easy life for that, you know? So um, you do have to figure out what's best for you. Obviously I'm going to speak highly on brands. I'm with Adidas, you know, and things of that nature. But I think the cool thing about, and when I say with them, I'm a partner stylist, you know, I do a lot of the creative work, you know, but it is full circle from, from being a, um, and I'll get back, you know, to giving them that advice. It's kind of like sharing my story kind of answers the question. For sure. For sure. But um, like being full circle from being an Adidas All-American, I don't think they even know that that was the case. You know, I think they've kind of just seen me in the alignment with what lot's going on with the players now and stuff. And they see my work now. But I'm like, I've been coming. You know? You're right. <laughs> you know, it's so interesting. But um I didn't have to think about that, but I do, I can say that there are fits for everyone, you know, regardless. Mm -hmm. And um, even what I do aside from them is with my company, Studio 33, um, which we'll talk um, as it comes, but what I do and what I'm trying to do with this vision um, is like when I do do this creative work, I'm kind of given experience that I didn't have to kind of like be that mentor, you know, to, to give advice. And, and it's not affiliated with Adidas. I still get to work and I've, I've done camps. I also have a training business. It's obviously I'm not running it. It's not active now, you know, because mm -hmm. I can only so many things at once. But I when it was, you know, where it's at, it was for purpose and it's all tied together and basically to um, help these kids, you know, navigate that process and not just at the AAU and, and, you know, the level where you're just starting, but when you're finishing and you need to tra transition over as a pro or as a high school to college or a college to, to life or pro to life, you know, and um, and so when I get opportunities, I'm always giving that advice, like, you know, to be yourself, you know, when I did my project and I go and I speak to TCU, I'm like, you be your brand. You know, when I was at TCU, I was happy to rep TCU. You know, there was nothing, there were no opportunities. I wish someone would offer me a deal and probably, you know, that's my you know, but that now it's just like, wow, you know, you can do these things, but I have to tell them the importance, like when you're being, like you choose brands, NIL deals, colleges, um, AAU teams, whatever that's bet that's for you that represent you because 
if you're just representing the team, um, if you're representing yourself, you're going to find the things that are for you. If you're being yourself, you're, if I'm 40, it's just going to happen. I don't have to do like this or, you know, or do anything specific or know anyone. It's always, for me, it's always been like, um, who I am, not who I know, you know? So like mm -hmm. be yourself, you'll get to where, to where you're supposed to be, you know? And so it's kind of hard now because you're not going to get everyone to say like, hey, that's just how it is. No, they're gonna say, we're better than them, we're better than them. In what regard? Because to me, that's not important. This is important, you know? So ask the right questions that apply to where you want to go, where you're at. Um, if you don't necessarily, if you have the resources around you, ask them, you know, and then see, just just know what you want for yourself and you'll know what, what to ask, you know? But um, Fortunately for me, I've always had people to kind of like just know me because I have been that, you know, and so it's easy to say, okay, this is for you. And it's easy for me to say that is not, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, understanding what's for you and what's not. Yeah, and it's hard though. Like if you break that away, I put it all in one chunk, but just for AAU, you know, um, and even when you're choosing programs now, you know, or choosing what, what um, I don't know all the language for, but if you're going to get in this circuit, if this mm -hmm. gets grasped. I get quest asked questions all the time because um, before I started styling, like I stopped playing in 2018. That's when my professional career finished. And then I started a training company that year in, in Hobbs, New Mexico. And so we were just started. I got me one client in inquiry that was, wasn't even the plan. I was going to go back overseas and, and some, but I have one girl and I've already worked with them all the time. But I, when I do those things like basketball and styling, it was always hard. It's hard to charge because I love it so much. It's something yes. gift, you know, like I'm going through that. So I have one and I was like, that's no problem. And especially if it would be a dream for her, shoot, it's a dream for me. I'm going anyways. But then that one, you know, she starts getting better. People seeing this because I always have a way of doing my thing. Like style to me is everything. You know, you're going to see the, my style on the court, my style of training, my, you know. And so my style, of, it started picking up. Next thing you know, I have 12 players. Now I have 24. Now I have writing down schedules, calling parents on Sundays. Are you getting in here? Can I get the gym? And I'm running the whole business. And I'm not even knowing how this is starting up. I've already been, like you mentioned, philanthropy, providing camps every summer when I would come back from overseas. I would do one in my hometown. It would always be for a cause. It was my way to give back. Um, I didn't have that growing up. And even if we did, I didn't ask because it was not within our budget, you know, I was already grateful for being able to go to two AAU tournaments that month or, you know, like those things, like the little things were really big things then. And like the trick is to know that even as time has gone, I realize it's still the little things, you know, mm -hmm. but I come back and do those camps and things. I like, I, I just fell, fell in love with the kids and I fell in love with community. Um, clothes had always been there. I'd always been stylish, just not a stylist. We kind of just got to that part, you know? And, um, and then um, I started training these kids and it was just something I did in 2018, just in a build a company called A-Train, you know? And I, as it was developing, life was happening. You know, my mother got ended up getting diagnosed with cancer about three months into me starting this, you know? And I'm like, well, God already has me here. And I kinda, if I don't go back overseas, which I was, and, and, and honestly, that was very hard by the way, but I'm always thinking like, okay, God, what are you doing? Where do you have me and why, you know? Mm -hmm. And I felt that then, and it was so hard to uh, grasp that, you know, and it still is, but it was so easy to see what he was doing, you know? So as I'm starting training these kids, I'm seeing that it's giving me something to, stay the course you know what i mean it's also um alleviating stress because i'm like okay they're now it's to the point where i have income you know i'm mm -hmm. have 
positive around me. They're asking my, you know, I'm able to help my mom and be here and be present. So I ended up, um, I ended up retiring after I figured that out. I was like, there's no way I can go back overseas, you know? But and what did before, you play overseas? I played, um, yeah, I played um, 10 years overseas. I played four years in Poland, two years in Spain, uh, had some time in Turkey, Sweden, Romania. Ooh, um, I love it. In Lebanon. Yeah. Love but I can go on with the kids, but it starts like, like you just have to have good people around you and then people that are around kids be good people, you know, mm -hmm. and let them find what's best for them, not what's best for you. Because if the better positions that we put the youth in, we'll all be in, you know, so mm -hmm. constant work we're all doing every day. Your platform's important because I learn things. I see you interviewing kids and the questions mm -hmm. that um, you're asking them, you know, like they're very thoughtful and it's like, you know, what can your parents do to better support you? And these mm -hmm. kids really, and they're not, <laughs> they do. They're not, they didn't let me go. They can let, they're not saying like, you know, I'm appreciate, like it was really good answers. And I'm like, that's such um, one good answers. And then two, um, it's also just good experience for them. So when you get in the media, you're used already used to being yourself and you're used to speaking. And um, so, yeah, it's just yeah, a no, that's, thing. And that's cool. funny you say that because like people will ask me, like when I'm talking to the kids, they always ask me like, why don't you just like interview kids after the game and talk about stats? And I'm just like, one is so many people doing that. And I really like for me, the interviewing is really for these kids to be comfortable on camera for these kids to get out of their comfort zone. Like I've literally had college coaches text me saying like, oh, I seen so and so on an interview and I didn't know that her personality was like this. And I'm like, uh -huh. that's that's what these kids need. Like they need to kind of show themselves, show them, show their personalities and be able to talk about something other than how many points they scored. Yeah, you, um, so we'll take a moment to say that because yes, and then also that's why you got to keep going with this vision with it's different because it is and like the things that I like is one, it does that it gives these opportunities. It's not just points and stats and status and things of that nature. And it's an eclectic group of people you've talked to, you've got in your family, mm -hmm. but they're also brand. This is insight because since I've stopped playing basketball, you know, and I've been some more in the stands, I've been more in the gym watching my knee. I'm hearing people mm -hmm. play. I went to Mavs games a lot. I'm always going to like, I love Dallas. Um, shout out to sneaker politics. I'm wearing um, like I'm wearing um, their merch and things. When I was there, I was really like just soaking it up from the basketball part, the creative part. Um, my time that I went to, to the Dallas Mavs games, it was always different. You know, like I've been to a million games, probably literally, you know, <laughs> and I don't I'm going to be on the free throw line, the front row. I've sat in the nosebleed. I've sat, you know, like a few rows. I don't care. I've been in the VIP. Um, I will sometimes, and that have been, I will always be in one of these spots. If I get invites, it depends. You know, I just go with the flow. But um, I will say that I've got a lot of different perspectives, and that's why your podcast is important. Like, I've sat, uh, one experience that I sat, I went and watched when Irvin, when Kyrie just came to, um, to Dallas and they were playing um, the Lakers. So a lot of people were there and I got an invite last minute and it was probably about 10 rows up, you know, and this older man, he was holding the camera face <laughs> this trying to show his grandson what was going on. And I was like, Adrian, just mind your business. Play the game. Finally taking the night off, enjoy the game. And I just couldn't help it. And I was like, can I help you with that? And like to make, and he had two people next to him, which they were younger. And if they ever see this too, I'm like, y'all could have helped him first. So I didn't have to this. But I said, isn't, you know, and I saw it was his grandson. And I was like, this is so sweet. And he was just watching. And I said, I just flipped the camera and I was like, 
like, oh, and he kind of felt like, I don't know if you felt this way, but I felt like the energy I felt was just like, I wanted to make him feel better and comfortable because I thought it was still cool. So I was like, isn't it cool technology now? You can share these experiences with your, um, isn't it cool you can share these experiences and this is so awesome. He's like, yes, it is. And I was like, and your grandson was so, uh, so uh, excited. Does he play? And we ended up talking. Well, turns out, you know, he's here visiting from Arkansas, someone on, um, and not just anywhere in Arkansas. I want to say he was the principal or someone from across the street from um, the museum with Arkansas and I. He was giving me all this history that I wrote in here just in case I ever want to do a documentary or something. But mm. he had knew uh, the guys that kind of ushers that were in. He was a former D1 player, too. He's pointing around the gym telling me all these cool basketball stories, you know. So you never know why someone's in the game, at the game, what it's doing for them, the brotherhoods, the sisterhoods that come from it and stuff. So it's been very humbling to be, like, on this side, like, just different places and different perspectives. So you got to keep, like, you know, and I like that you don't, it's not the same setting everywhere, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, today I catch me in the car. I just knew it was going to be quiet enough for you to hear. But like, I like that, uh, what you're doing and that it's growing like organically. And that's yeah. why I was like, hop on because this is where I want to be. You know, we're all growing together, you know, mm -hmm. so. No, for sure. No, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, we can, there's so many ways I can go with this. So many topics, so many things that you've said. Um, but I kind of want to move and we're, we're going to go back and back and forth with basketball. Um, you talked about TCU talked about overseas, um, haven't talked about the league much, but played in the league. What was life like when you first put down the ball? Man, um, first put down the ball. I just, it's, it's crazy um, because I get asked these questions like this chapter and this and mm -hmm. this, and it's hard to break it up. I feel like it's been a long continuation of the game. I feel like this chapter in Portland is like my first chapter of actually putting down the ball, you mm -hmm. know, like I, um, since I stopped playing, I still love the game so much. And I, you know, and, and I mentioned earlier, we just kind of breathe getting these things in and out. But I had mentioned that my mom was um, diagnosed with cancer, you know, mm -hmm. um, like right at, right at, right when I was still debating on playing or not. And then I, in that same time, I got inducted with Hall, uh, the TCU Hall of Fame. My life had changed. So much was happening, you know, and I'm, I'm going, and I think this chapter, I'm finally catching up with myself, but in the midst of that zooming by, you know, still feeling like I'm in it. Um, um, she ended up transitioning seven months into that journey, you know? And yeah. so that's when I left New Mexico, um, decided to take that um, leap of faith from basketball so I could kind of spread my wings and whatever I wanted to do there I had to go and get more and be more you know and I'm still kind of feel like I've been on that journey but I feel like the game of basketball all those relationships have given me opportunities that's kind of kept me in it and get to still see who I am and also too like I'm healing through this you know this is not always easy you know I've had more losses then you know that's a going grand enough to where you realize some losses aren't at all you know and you mm -hmm. gain all this things of that nature but um, I feel like the things that I've done since then have had so much more meaning and stuff because since she had meant so much to me and I knew that um, I wasn't doing it alone, you know, that informal. It's like I've always like I'm like, that's why I was playing basketball. So I can be in these opportunities to um, work with schools, with image consulting. And now and I wanted to do that anyways. I'm only doing stuff I wanted to do when I hooped and that couldn't. But now I'm like, well, I can, you know, and so. Mm -hmm. um, mostly in sports, mostly with women's basketball, mostly with children, you know, and like, um, 
And so now when I'm kind of coming to a part where it's like, okay, I'm in my last year of my 30s. I just turned um, 39 right on Thanksgiving. I feel so comfortable saying that. Like, I'm happy so belated. Thank you so much. You know, like this is going to be that chapter where I finish and it's just like I'm putting down the ball and I'm like, okay. I love sports, you know, but I, people be so shocked. I even played basketball. It's kind of fun to kind of throw these receipts on the internet. So, you know, it's like, I've been doing this. I, I'm finally, like I'm putting it down because I know I can, whatever I do, it's for, and it's with the love and it's for like a lot correlated to basketball, but it's so much more, you know, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have been here to like even go further if I didn't have to like have that ball in my hand, you know, but in order to go further, I'm going to have to uh, put that ball down, you know, like that mentality or, you know, and things of that nature. And so what I mean by that is just like, I do want to, um, like, I'm still going to be in it, you know, but I want to be more, me, my full self, you know, I, part of me is artist and creative, you know, and I have all these other um, relationships. So I'm trying to just like push myself out of just always being like, no, I need to stay here because we didn't have, yeah, but you didn't have this either. And if you go there, then you can bring, you know, mm -hmm. more with I feel like now um, I feel like I'm kind of putting that all down, like trusting, like, okay, take, do no things that aren't just basketball, you know, cause it's going, it's going, you know, it's going to benefit regardless. But. And it's hard. It's hard. It's scary. It's everything. Yeah. Cool though. You know, like there's so much more and so many do it, you know, so I'm inspired, especially being around like now's the time where I'm seeing a lot of, um, I don't think we're getting into the meat and potatoes of like what I do and it's hard to do it, you know, but everything in time, you know, but I'm around a lot of women that are doing multiple things. You know, when I say Adidas, I'm getting to see, um, having the opportunities to see the Candace Parker, the ones that I grew up playing in my era, but they're just shining and they're on TV and they have children and they have, you know, like they have lives. And I see the Kalia Coopers and, or, you know, and Copper, the, um, um, not just with the deep, but I'm seeing the behind the scene, the work and the real and things. And so, um, of course I'm inspired, you know, but I'm still connected to like my, my kids and stuff. Like there's such a good balance where I'm at. And so, um, I think this is a good time to kind of like put the ball down. If I would have did it before, I wouldn't have been here, you know, yeah. I wouldn't have been here. So, um, it's going to be a really fun chapter and I'm looking forward to like using my voice, you know, to like kind of say these things articulated. Everyone's like, what are you doing? This, that, and the other. And I'm like, Kind of figuring that out but i definitely have a clear vision <laughs> like hang on there you know and so um that's where i'm at now it ain't easy it ain't yeah. easy at all yeah so. and let's get into it a little bit i've i've followed your page and love what you do and um same thing i'm always like okay like what exactly is this what is that what is that so i want to get into um your business how long you have started it what it looks like what exactly you're doing um yeah let's talk about it okay cool so it's style by studio 33 um, it's a style and image consulting company. Um, it's a process. Like, and the crazy thing is, is when I first started it, I thought I needed to have the I needed to have the branding. I need to have this. I need to have the website. I need to tell everyone what I'm doing. I need to give my um, my you know. And I started it with a pitch deck. I did my whole process. I had a corporate <laughs> like I'm like, and I took my leap of faith to get there, you know. But in the I, um, it's designed basically to uh, bridge the gap, basically create opportunities the same way that I did with, with basketball camps when I would come back and provide resources, you know, to, to the community and things. But I would also use my connections. You know, I had so many friends from um, college, 
pro, NBA, WNBA, send me things to give to the kids as rewards if they won something in the camp, you know, it was, and so, um, and it, it built like a momentum and a movement and I saw like it was benefiting the community. So the same way that I did that with basketball, creative basketball camps, and I say creative basketball camps because I would reach out and have firefighters come and bring big tires and ropes instead of an obstacle for one of the stations so that they can connect. Can you please wear your uniform? Not the big old ones, but the ones y'all wear, little blue shirts and belts where you think you're cool, bring those because you are, you know kids need to see that. And then yoga, you know, my sister's an instructor. And so I'd had her like teach the kid yoga, but that's just planting the seed to know how important it is to be peaceful. Like, especially as an athlete, you know, to be able to control your emotions and things. And, um, and so that was a, a quick station, you know, we did different things and I saw how fun that was for me. You know, I felt like mm -hmm. I was in so when I started Studio 33 and started tapping into my styling and creative abilities, um, and I was already working and seeing how like companies are being built. It's 2020. That's when it started when I was in quarantine. Um, and so I'm watching, you know, I'm seeing what's happening in the world, you know, and I'm seeing what's happening and the opportunities that are open up, the people who are not necessarily your people, you know, like I'm seeing everything and I'm just like, whoa, but I'm also seeing Myself. I'm like, whoa, I have, I'm called to not only speak up, step up and go after my dreams. If I, if not me, then who, you know, like I'm, and so that's whenever I took that leap of faith and started this company and just really wanted to look out, like just have someone, someone like me, just have someone like me, you know, for others. But, but so when I started Studio 33, it was, um, it was a journey, you know, to get there. And then um, it's basically all the, pro all the, um, projects that I've done, you know, they have been like under, let me pull it together. Cause I get too dang excited. And I want to talk no, about that's all five good. things. I'm, I'm over here listening. That's good. Yeah. So it's studio 33 and just get to that. And then 33, I was the, that was my number when I hooped. Right. And so it's kind of like me taking the number and changing the game. And Ooh. so when I take keeping the number and changing the game. So when I kept the number with basketball, I was doing these camps and things of that nature and I saw what it did, but I'm changing the game because I'm no longer just doing basketball. I'm changing it to styling and everything else, but but I'm also still doing keeping the number and the number's 33, which I've added the three since I'm with three stripes now, but the 33 mm -hmm. and so I'm still doing projects that bridge the gap, you know, mm -hmm. that still give opportunities to people that don't um that don't necessarily always have them and i'm still using my resources from pros to you know to bring them all together so um the fashion show that you had mentioned it was sponsored by the wnba mm -hmm. excuse me and others during the final four last year um of the women's final four in dallas and it was a great opportunity to do it but i was hired by um sylvia crowley and her team at their tall girls united a really awesome organization. She's a former w, uh, WNBA player and standout, um, and also a fellow Las Vegas Aces alumni. So that hired me into Creative Direct. And so that was such an opportunity to do what I'm trying to tell you right now. So if you go back to it, like it was so cool for me because I get to, um, we get the designers, I get to see the formality of how that works. It was very humbling, but it was very, very good, you know, mm -hmm. and stuff. I wouldn't say humbling, I would say uh, a great learning experience, you know, right. like it's. Like, dang, like, this is how it is. Not like, humble. Like, it's like, okay, I get it, you know? And so, um, um, so with that, you know, 
we had to get the the models. This was so awesome because I didn't want to do a casting call. It's like I've been working with these college girls. I've seen I have a my nieces AAU. They want to model. They're all into all the creative things that I do. This is perfect. So the um, the models consisted of some of my high school teammates that I won the first. Oh, that's good. We had Ari Chambers, who is just the face of the W right now. You had um, about four or five. You had Ariel Atkins. Um, you had, uh, we had, you know, like the, the we all have. But it was about four or five WNBA players. It had SMU players in there. I think that we had, um, we had some people from my hometown. The beautiful thing about my projects is we always had Hobbs people like showing up. So we had, I had like paid like 10 assistants from my hometown in the, in the um in the bat just helping being a part of it keeping it comfortable we're all very like chill we're not used to all of that so it was perfect because everyone in the back was just you know we were vibing and then um and then also had some aau girls that have these to me on the runway so that was the way to bring it all together you know that's so now, dope thank you. like that was my hard work and i have to say um andre emmett his dog his um, shout out to him he's one Shut of the up. best players to to come like just that play period but you know i know how big he was on dallas and i know how um he was a great friend of mine at you know, r.i.p to him you know like mm -hmm. i just admit he was he was so much my motivation like in, in a part of me like in that journey like when i'm doing all of these things it's that the, this is the top of it you know but in the process of it girl i'm <laughs> Oh, we, you know, and I'm nice. And so I got to deal with people and not, and not only that I'm nice, sometimes I'm inexperienced and I got to deal with people. And then I got to, and you know, it's like this balance. It's not just that. It's not one thing I'm ever doing, you know, all right. of these things I want. So when it gets done, I'm like, thank you God for that. You know, and I, my, I get up and do it again, you know, and I'm going to keep doing it, but it was such a process. But in that process, I felt his spirit so much, you know, it was so sweet because it's something I always wanted to do. And I didn't always live in Dallas. He had love style and fashion and so many things. And I saw that since he had transitioned, I'd moved to Dallas, you know, and I had seen that impact that he had had on the three, um, his daughters, he had, he left behind two daughters and now they're five and six, you know, and they're growing and they're taken to me the way he took to me. I can be representation of someone that is just cool, like their dad, you know, right. and things of that walked in the show, you know, and they wore his, and I was like, this is so many cool, like there were so many cool details that went into that. I brought in like a trophy case and in it, it had a shirt, it had one of his shirts. It had one of Tiffany Jackson's shirts. Oh, I love it. TCU Hall of Fame, um, it had my TCU Hall of Fame, like some, something in there, you know, just because I don't talk my stuff, you know, all the time, but I'm like, right now but i'm gonna get to that you know i'm gonna get to it if needed you know like i'd rather see others shine you know but um she were all here you know so like those are the kind of projects that i want to do i want it to be very meaningful very much hard but if i speak and i have to use my voice you know i want it to be just to help not to just be talking and right um so like that's like that's the brand of studio 33 it's a sisterhood so many times we've done projects Another one we worked with LSU um, women's basketball team last year. They were the year that they won the national championship. We did their preseason pre uh, media uh, media day shoot, the glam shoot. You know, it was amazing. Let's not skip over that though. How did that happen? How did that? How did we get um, to that? Yeah, and I guess those are good questions because I'm well, well, well connected, you know, and things, and 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 I have the right people paying attention to me. It's not like I don't. Um, it, and luckily they were. I was on social media, and it's funny. I don't know how anybody else would say it. This is my story. This is how it <laughs> happened. For me. I seen it coming because when I'm on social media, um, 
and I'm looking at things like I'm an empath. I'm going to get into it, girl. I feel, you know, like I'm feeling things, you know, like, and so, um, and then I just feel it like I, I get excited. I start connecting dots and stuff. So I'm following um, Flage. And I'm really like, and I'm working on things that I want athletes that are athletes and, and artists, you know, I want to be both. I'm trying my best to be both and create, you know, and so I'm seeing her and I'm like, she is it, you know, and it's like, she's, she's killing it. She's a, um, she's an artist, you know, she's a musician. I love her rap, you know, like I was like, she's really spitting, you know, she has a great story. I'm, I'm sorry to hear about her father, you know, but I love that she's mm. been able to put um, purpose in her pain and make, you know, and keep his legacy alive. Like, and, and I'm doing the same thing. I'm super inspired, you know, and then I see that her mother is such a, a factor in her lot and I, I've just loved it, you know? And so I was already watching her and she wasn't even committed to LSU at the time. And then I'm also over there throwing, in the meantime, like, I'm like, okay. And I'm right now, like, if this were to happen, it already happened with TCU, you know, that was the, who I did it with the previous year. And, um, and so I'm like, who the this year, but we have some time, you know, but by the same time, I'm still throwing, staying active. And when I'm doing this, that that's me um, showing an example of me changing or doing a reel on, on Instagram. So in this case, I did one where I just must have been killing it. And you would have thought it didn't go viral or nothing. I just had the right people liking it. So when I saw that Jen um, at the assistant coach at LSU had liked it and then she kept liking things, I was like, I'm coming your way. <laughs> Because I was like, this is good because, you know, like, I'm just thinking this is good. I know this in it, you know, like if you're here, you're going to be here, you know. And then I seen that, um, like, uh, then I had seen that um, Flage had ended up coming. And I keep bringing her up because she kind of like, it, it aligned, you know, like yeah. I was coming here, LSU was coming from me. We were all kind of going there. It wasn't like I was trying to go. I wasn't yeah. just be like, stop for me. Even if I go in a room and I meet someone great, I got to like really trust that like, like there's a reason not like okay i gotta be someone that, nope i right. gotta try that is so in that moment um she had reached out she ended up reaching out and saying like we would like to do something like this because she'd seen like my work and then what i do and even with tcu i won a national marketing media award when i done that same project i didn't just go in and style them i um the same i this answers for lsu and um answers for LSU and TCU and SMU. Those are the three that I've done this project with. But um, I went in and gave them questionnaires. And on the questionnaires, what's your what's your favorite occasion to get dressed for? What's your pronouns? Um, and I also had there, don't be shy, is the club, you know, choose by <laughs> that best represent yourself. Um, and then we throw in like vintage or we throw in girly or we throw in um, um, preppy or all these things edgy and so they can we can kind of get a feel and then um, we even asked like show me tell me some an Instagram page that inspires you to be a better dresser inspires you to be a better person you get to know them and then once I get the questionnaires I evaluate I go look at their Instagram page I kind of get a feel for them what kind of style just so that we can give them this and this whole process is to give them experience of being like like growing into themselves being themselves so that they can go be themselves and get these NIL deals or go feel good or Right. Just having and of like of what it feels like to get styled and I how I wanted to be treated when these times when these times weren't here yet, you know. And so um, then we follow up once we read them. We did many consultations where they come in. One of the questions is like, what's your what's a song you can listen on repeat by, while getting ready? So like, you know, so they put their song on. But then when they walk into the consultation, they got their song playing so we can kind of set the vibe, yep. you know. 
walking in and then we turned it off and then I was like, what do you think about this fit? This is what I come up so far. Then I designed the look for them. But this look is to keep, it's more so to put what's in them, you know, bring what's in them out, not like put something on them. I'm glad I have the gift to do that because it's like, it's cool, but it's really doing something, you know? So um, we come and then I hire the makeup artist. I like to get, um, like black makeup artists, we work with some of the best in Dallas. Shout out to Fatima because she's been on like a lot of the projects that I've done, but or the the those media projects in the Dallas Fort Worth area, and she's killing it. And um, but and many others, and we try to bring like just representation or someone that's gonna know, like, hey, the shade yep. she's all over. This might be on Forbes, which has this might be on GQ, this might be on ESPNW, ESPN. Like, let's make sure they're looking good, crowned down, and they're feeling good. You know, this experience. So we bring in the makeup artists, we hire the photographers. Shout out, you know, to um, and everything. We bring in the whole team, and then our contract through my company, the whole team. And when I say we, I work very close with Allison. That's my business partner, and then. I have wardrobe assisted per project, you know, because Ooh, we don't know. know. This is a lot. This sounds like a lot behind but the I, scenes. It's a lot, but this is what it is, you know. And so when we did that with El, when she reached out, wanted to do that with LSU, I was like, yes. But then she had signed. And then when I started putting the, and I was like, this is awesome. And I was so fixated and couldn't believe that alignment when it was time to get to the part where I'm shopping and buying the clothes uh, and getting the clothes and stuff. I'm fixated on Flage's outfit. <laughs> Like got it fire and I was like I looked at her and I was like no she just set the bar for everyone else if everybody else's can't be as fly as age then hers is not you know like mm-hmm. I, I have to be for every single body I have to be able to see them that same kind of way and so it pushed me as a person to see like okay she's preppy she's a sorority girl and she got a boyfriend in every picture so I don't know if I need to put him a look here too or whatnot you know and so it's just been a fun process you know to uh to do those and that's you know that's how it kind of happened i had and when i say jenna assistant coach keep in mind i got recruited by baylor so she sat on my couch in Hobbs, new mexico my mom was present and recruited me and seen me practice and knows you know has seen my involvement not as just a person but just as a professional on the court and off the court you know so i'm very happy to have those relationships that's another thing i would tell kids they're important this is what i do want to do keep them close to you keep them genuine keep being yourself you know um and yeah giving yourself grace too like i have to do that like i'm not perfect i do all of this but i give myself a lot because i realized how much i gave others and i was like and i'm being fair to self <laughs> right man and you just that relationship piece that relationship piece is it like i that is one thing i always want kids to take away from anything is that relationships are important networking is important you never know just like you were just talking about the guy at the game one you never know who you're talking to you never know who you're gonna run into relationships are very very important they are and you know people think like clout's your currency it's not clout is not your currency it's relationships, it's relationships you know and and i will say this do not think that you got to keep them when they're real when they're not keeping you you know like if it's not for you like oh but they have this or they have to no you do not if it does not feel good it most likely won't be i won't say that only to kids that can apply to anything you know mm-hmm. kids use like yeah or anything adults you know it can you have to be emotionally like there's sometimes that i don't feel good but i see the purpose bigger than the problem and mm-hmm. then usually dissolve you know like it's not a big deal you know and sometimes i've had to check my own ego even as an athlete and now creative where people are like think I owe them or I can do this for them or da, 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 you know, I'm like, I'm going to do it because it's from my heart and I'm learning from this, you know, and I'm building a company and da, 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 you know, like I'm learning, but 
I'm not always going to, you know, and now I'm in a position where I don't do it at all. You know, like I'm like, you have to speak up. You have to set those boundaries and you and um, and then what God does, if, if you do lose anything, if you're afraid to like lose a relationship or whatever, he replaces it with ones that are supposed to be there. They're not it's not always bad and it's not all sometimes it's meant to be just seasonal. You know, maybe that's just for, for this Maybe that's just for this chapter. Maybe that's just for this team, you know, so always take what you can from those relationships too, because everything is for a reason and, you know, and sometimes just for a season, you know, right. so ended on that relationship because it like, I'm talking and I'm like, dang, like God is good, you know, mm -hmm. but it is. And, um, and I'm just good. That's why I want to keep growing. Like, okay, what else do I need to do? How do I continue to use my discernment so we can continue to all do this, you know, like I'll grow find the game. I'll grow the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I love it. Now in my, in my first book that I wrote changing lanes, using sports as a vehicle to drive success on and off the court. I basically just talk about utilizing the game to do things once you're done with the actual game. And I love talking to people that are doing things out, outside of basketball. What would you say is like the biggest correlation between basketball and fashion? Um, First of all, I love, I'm going to have to check that book out because yes. now that I got space and I'm owning it and I'm seeing like how many of us are doing it and how many of us need to continue to make room for us and things like I'm inspired by it. So I'm going to check it out because I like your podcast and the questions you ask. So I'm sure it's um, in the book too, you know, yeah. like and that's food. So um, I would say like correlation, like with style and basketball, um, I might've answered this before, like on another interview, I was saying like style is everywhere, you know, even on your style of play, you know, even mm -hmm. I, you know, I was a player, this was my type of style. Like it had its identity, you know, it's, it's identities. Like, so when you know yourself and you're doing some of your love, it just comes easy, you know? So my style, um, like even on the court too, it's like, you could have, an ugly shot but if it's going in and that's what's comfortable and that's what's got you in your back like sometimes i'm like that's why i don't know if i could coach because i'd be arguing with some methods and stuff like i i don't know that you should change that shot right don't fix so it I, if it ain't broke and you know like i'm like oh, i don't know if we should take them out the game right now like i know what it's like to be in there and just need one more possession and mm -hmm. stuff we got a little I, I say this because i went to a game last night and this kid showing up every practice you know showing up every single practice and somewhere so he got to start and it was a reward because he got moved up and i was like okay cool you know like this is so awesome that they did something like that like it teaches positive you know reinforcement it's a private school so there's a no-cut program ain't nobody going nowhere you don't have to show up you know but he's showing up and he's one of those that actually loved it so he got to start with the varsity and um and then right when the but the ball went up, they got fouled, and they were going to sub him out. And I was like, like, you know, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to just mind my business wherever God sees fit for it because it does require a lot of different people. But for me, I think like um, that what the most that I've taken from basketball um, is teamwork, like the values, you know, from the sport, you know, like um, I really value being around people that, um, and, and it different things work for others. Some work well by themselves and do it differently, but I miss the camaraderie of a team. And that's why I'm always surrounding myself with it afterwards. You know, like we're all working for one goal, you know, like, yes, we all have different visions and talents and all those things. You might have a point guard, you might be a point guard, you might be a post, you know, you might be a photographer, you might be the stylist, but we learn how to work together. Sometimes when other people have so many, there's so many different platforms and visions and things of that nature under one project, it's like, 
and you're not working in one unison, yep. that's hard and a challenge because I've been spoiled on a very high level doing that, you know? And so um, I think that's the one thing I've taken from sports is like value and teamwork, learning how to work with the team, um, learning um, things sometimes, seasons, you know, learning how to take loss. It's just the mentality I've gotten from like having, having to be resilient and figure it out. Sometimes I don't like that because sometimes you don't get to learn to rest, you know, and things. So that's where I'm kind of feeling like they're not going to teach you that like the day off, like for what? We right. Made, you know? So, um, you know, y'all know when to get out of the game, you know, like it's not, you know, like you gotta know when to check out, but I would say just like the mentality, um, just being disciplined. Um, I like the confidence that it gives, you know, to get out there and do something, you know, it feels like your purpose or you're helping something. I love all the values of like sports and then bringing it into like the real world, not just mm -hmm. that styling. I, I say style because it's with me everywhere. It's really, I'm still trying to narrow myself down, but um, individuality, you know, sports, I think like I'm used to wearing bigger clothes. I've never felt like a tomboy. I always felt like an athlete, if anything, but I've always felt like a woman, you know, and that's me. That's my identity. I think that it helps me understand and find myself now because it's a lot more open. And so it's like, okay, if I'd have answered this question five years ago when I wasn't this comfortable, I don't know what I would have said, you know, mm -hmm. but now that in the world is too, um, Whatever you got from basketball, that's what you're supposed to take from it. This is what I took, so I can yep. apply to as I keep going. You might get, you might not have got no playing time and loved it even more than me. You know, right. I connect so many people. I have friends that played up till ninth grade, and they're like, "Oh no, I didn't play long." I was like, "No, but when you did play, like, did you like it? Did you like the uniforms? Who all went to your games? Did you continue going to game? They still now some of them still support the WNBA. I had AAU." like barely play college and those are the ones that are at the game like the game has done so much for so many people so i think that um just like keeping your mind open to different values and even if you are on the court and you're not you're not where wherever you're at like that's where you're supposed to be make the best of it be the best teammate be the best you know coach just be just be good you know and so and it'll stick with you forever you know you never really have to retire yeah <laughs> i would say that well i do but it's true you know it's yes. so cool no, I love it. I love it. This this has been so good. Like just even outside of basketball, I really, really love having these conversations. And yeah. it's it's honestly my favorite because I, I do feel like it's hard for athletes. It's hard for female athletes like to understand what to do when they're done playing basketball. And it's so many things that you can do. Um yeah. so I love, love having these conversations. We end this episode with a little bit of rapid fire. It's not really rapid fire, but we gonna, I'm going to keep calling it rapid fire. And I'm going to say this on every episode to somebody tell me something other than rapid fire. But we got five questions. And it's not really like a boom, boom, boom. Sometimes I have a conversation in between them. My but water. are you ready? <laughs> Let me get my little water and my chapstick. I'll be on here talking and listen yeah get okay. that get that all right Heather. biggest ick as a player um i was gonna ask you what ick meant because someone had said it what is ick real quick ick ick basically means like something that like just got on your nerves or something that you just did not like like um uh, haters <laughs> simple <laughs> If they're on your team. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? 
um, being present, Portland. I like that. Be present, be in the moment where you're at currently. I like that. Your most mm -hmm. memor memorable thing of playing basketball. Um, traveling, traveling, traveling. We're going to go with that. What was the best place you traveled? Um, <laughs> I would say New York. Cause I remember how excited I was. To, I remember how excited I was when I went then. We'll go New York. All right. Build your five. Do you want to go WNBA or do you want to go college? Um, man, I got to get back in touch with college. I've been so busy trying to help off the court. I need to see what they're doing on. I'll go with WNBA. WNBA. Um, and then, um, let me see. Probably going to put me at the point guard. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to go people say this. And I'm going to go and try to go around with Dallas. I'm going to go with Andrea Riley at the point guard. Okay. Shout out to OSU uh, Hall of Famer. She's doing things for the game too, off the court, on the court always. So I'm going to go with her at the one. I'm going to put me at the two, um, at the three. No, I'm going to put my niece Zoe at the two. I'm, okay. I'm going to be at the And then um, let's see, four. Um, dang, I mean, I'm gonna get a kill. I'm gonna get okay. A kill Shout out to a kill. Me and a kill both went to Duckyville together. Okay, look, now we're gonna go to all guard lineup. You know, a kill post now, you're gonna be the four, Ashley, because I'm that's the team. <laughs> so me in the lineup. I like it. I like the Dallas lineup. I like it. I like it. Now Last, we, did you say what? Now we just gotta go play somebody. I'm down. I'm down. I'm always trying to challenge somebody to a shootout. So, that though, like, I'm the worst to have forever because I'm not going to pick what, like, I'm like, that's really what I choose right now because why not? You know, why I'm not? Tickets. I love it. I love it. Now, what would your pregame playlist be like? Uh, it would be R&B and then it's going to be a little bit random. And when I say R&B, it's going to be like some 90s R&B. You know, I need to hear Jenny. Mm -hmm. Um, this is what you would hear me playing like if I'm going into a game and then to make it just more specific to me you're going to have a random country song pop in <laughs> I'm from Mexico, so when y'all see me in my boots and my overalls and my camo and my hear my accent and stuff like that that's where it stemmed from so I'm going to go with some R&B and maybe some country from back in the day we're going to go with that I like that see I like to listen to R&B before I play it and people would think I was so crazy like I like but then I would have a random but my random is just like a bunch of random stuff we might get a turn up song a slow song song that might make me cry but I'm ready for the game like I'm still ready <laughs> That's what I cling to, but like back, I went answered as a player. Now I need to hear like some Cleo Soul, something oh. to keep a vibe, you know, maybe some instrumental. So I'm not, I already got a lot of words in my head. I don't need no more, <laughs> you know. So it varies it depends on the game. That's a fact. That's a fact. Now we like to, I start with what's different in the game. I like to end with the guest. What will be different with you within the next three to five years? Oh, um, I'll probably have my branding done. I will probably have a landing page. I'll probably have a portfolio to prove all of this. I'll probably be a little bit accept not as accessible because I'm busy doing things in the mass, you know. Mm -hmm. I'll 
have a, a very good, uh, low, I'll probably know how to really articulate my testimony and it'll probably change a lot of lives as it, it's already has, but I'm coming into a chapter and I'll say this because I'm sharing this moment with you and I think it's very special. I think that basketball was definitely my ticket to go a lot of places. Um, I wouldn't have been able to without it. I think that, um, and it was a talent that I had, you know, let's get it there. Like I was being good at basketball, working hard, um, you know, pushing through like the adversity with basketball, but it, it took me places, you know, mm -hmm. and then style is something that's always been in me, you know, so that's always going to go with me, whether I'm styling others or whether, whether I'm styling myself or regardless, whether I'm styling the conversation, you know, but um, I feel like it's been like the thing that's kind of taken me even further and propelled me, you know, like really believing in myself as a creator and going after my visions and it showed me things, but I think it's my voice that's going to help me be remembered as a philanthropist. I know that I'm, I'm barely, sometimes I'm not even remembered as a hooper now, you know, so I'm yeah. humble. And then, um, but then in styling, like I know it's cool and fun, but like I mentioned earlier, like I want to sit back and do these things and put other people in the position to do it. Other stylists, other aspiring, how did you do it? What works for you? You know, help in a bigger way, you know? So hopefully I'm in a position to do that. If not doing it with myself, um, having someone, another brand or someone else that's believing me to put me in that position, to put others in that position that want to see the, the game grow, I think I'm doing it. You know, if I stop it right now, I've already done it, you know, but I hopefully I'll be in a more stable position to where I'm like, okay, we're past those couple of rough years where you have to kind of figure it out, retreat, win, lose. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, so um, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be more healed. I'm going to be still watch my nieces and nephews play. Um, and um, shoot, I don't know. I may even, I may even um, settle down or something. Oh, okay then. <laughs> okay then. I love you. Keep, you really keep dropping gems. Like every time you talk, something stands out. And you just talked about all of that, of branding, of landing page, all of these different things that people think, I got to have this, I got to have that, it has to be this before I start. You don't have any of that and you have started and you are doing. So I love that. Okay, y'all, I lost my girl. I don't know what happened. I think her phone died or I don't know. But we were at the end anyway, so great great episode make sure y'all like follow subscribe share do all of that make sure y'all go check her out let me get her instagram real 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 quick real quick real quick because i yeah let me get that let me get that let me get that because that was that was just too good adrian ross a d r i a n n e r o s s make sure y'all follow her on instagram Make sure you subscribe, subscribe, hit the like button. A lot of y'all watch, but y'all not subscribing, y'all not liking. So make sure y'all do that so that the content can keep showing to more people. It's just different podcasts. See you next week.